What's going on, family? Pastor Sergio Chavez reporting live and direct to you and yours. And listen, I wanted to take a moment to thank you for tuning in to the Hope Huddle Podcast, your place for inspiration, hope, and empowerment. You know, purpose gives meaning to pain and sacrifice. Purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Without purpose, abuse is inevitable. When purpose is not clearly defined or when the purpose of something or someone is not clearly identified, abuse will become inevitable. What do I mean? If I don't know the full purpose and intent of this iPad, I will misuse or abuse of this iPad because I can use it as a, uh, something to place my drinks on top of, my coffee. If I don't know the purpose of this table, I can misuse this table and use it for something that it was never meant to be used for. When purpose is not identified or when it's not clear, misuse or abuse is inevitable. And the same is true for our lives. Because when purpose is not clearly identified, we will misuse or abuse of our time, our talents, and our treasures, our resources, the blessings that God has given to us. When purpose is not defined, you will waste your time on people and things that you were never intended to place or invest time into. Purpose is absolutely vital. And the reality is when you look at scripture, you see that our lives was created with a purpose, on purpose, for a purpose. I don't know if you knew that today, but I thank God that I can see in the scripture, it lets me know that I was created for a purpose. And so I want to encourage someone today that may be waking up in the morning and wondering, asking yourself, why do I exist? Why am I alive? Can I tell you today, God in fact created you with purpose, on purpose, and for a purpose. I don't know who would receive that and gets excited to know that we were created on purpose, with purpose, and for a purpose. The Bible says in Psalm 57 2, it just, just listen to it as I read it aloud, I cry out to God the Most High who fulfills his purpose for me. Proverbs 19:21 says, many are the plans of a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Romans 8, 28 says, uh, 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 says, and we know in all things, God works for the good of all those who love him and who have been called according to purpose. The key understanding into, into these verses is to know that God ultimately is sovereign. He will fulfill his promises and his purposes. One thing we have to know is that he is omnipotent, he is almighty, and his purposes will be fulfilled. He is in fact sovereign, but when we look at scripture, I stand in the position that we also participate in the work that God wants to do. In other words, our actions and our choices really matter. This is a mystery. How is an all-sovereign, mighty God? 
God uh, able to give man his, his own creation free will. There are some theologians and, and even brothers and sisters of mine that may be watching me and I know you stand in the position that God is in fact sovereign and nothing is absolutely in our control and he has dominion over anything. He calls us, he loves us, he saves us, he redeems us, he does everything. I understand that. But I stand in the position that God has given us free will. And so that's a message for another day. I can't delve too deep into that. But the reality is that we participate in what God desires to do. So we can choose the things that will bring us closer to our purpose or we can make us decisions that will in fact hinder or draw us away from his purposes in our lives. So I want us over this month to discuss what will draw us closer to our purpose. Because can I tell you what happens when you don't draw close to your purpose? Can I tell you? Are you still with me? Can I tell you? You will lack joy and excitement in your life. Talk back to me, people. Talk back to, if I'm talking to you. You don't feel much fulfillment in life. Anybody, anybody ever been there? Can we keep it real? You ever been there? Okay. You work so that you don't have to work. In other words, you clock in, but your mind is... You feel stuck. Anybody ever been there? Can we keep it real? I've been, I've been there. When you're not drawing closer to purpose. And <laughs> can I tell the truth and shame the devil? You blatantly, don't get upset with me. I just got to keep it real with you. You blatantly live in sin when you're not connected to purpose. So I want to talk about purpose throughout this series. And today I have a specific focus that I want to give you about purpose an essential quality if you're taking notes about purpose and it's this the following an essential quality to living on purpose is consistency or faithfulness is it all right if i teach a little bit have you ever wondered you look at people and just wonder how is it that they reach that level of success how is it that they reach that level of spiritual maturity how is it that they that they i know they're not taking uh, 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 any 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 type of steroid and look how built they are i know that how is it that they got to that level look how is it that in their career or in their business they got to that place how is it that he is he's teaching and preaching and counseling and ministering in that way how is it that they and then we begin to make up things well it's just luck well, it was, you know, they, they had an end through their family. You know, that's the only way they got to that place. It was through, through such and such. You know, it, it wasn't by their doing. It was somebody else helped them out and gave it. And we, and we often wonder or we often downplay uh, what it takes for a person to get to a certain stature and a certain level. But the reality is that what gets people to that place of spiritual maturity, what gets people to that place of success in their spiritual walk or in their relational uh, dynamic, in their marriage in their family can I tell you it is consistency faithfulness consistency when a person is consistent it builds trust and credibility and even a sense of security the opposite is true when somebody's inconsistent it leads to uncertainty and stress you ever try to rely on somebody that was inconsistent this is usually the part of the message when it starts going because the amen start going down because you know it might be you but I'm not looking at you I'm looking at the camera <laughs> 
People are counting on you. They're relying on you. Husband, your wife is counting on you. Wife, your, your, your children are counting on you. Your community, your workplace, your business, counting on you. Rely. But when you're inconsistent, it creates a sense of fear and uncertainty and stress. When you're consistent, it builds your reputation or testimony. People know when you're a consistent person. You don't even have to speak about your testimony. You don't even have to open up your mouth because they see your actions are aligned with your words. And they say, that person is consistent. But why is it a struggle? How many desire to be consistent, by the way? Am I talking to the right church? All right, all right, all right. Because this is a struggle for all of us. Why is it a struggle? I'm so glad that I asked. Here's why we struggle. Because if we don't get immediate results from the actions that we're taking, we don't see the point of continuing to do it. If I don't see immediate results, you worked out for one day, <laughs> and you upset the next day, and you say, ah, oh, what's the point? You studied for one day, and are upset that you haven't learned the content. You, you, you just took one exam. You've just been in church for a few weeks. You can't be upset that you don't understand everything that is taking place. If we don't get immediate results from our actions, we begin to say there is no point in continuing with these actions. Often a struggle is we value, here it is, I'm gonna tell you the truth so I can help you. Oftentimes we value trends more than consistency. You can be in a good thing, but just because you see something new happening, you want to jump on the new thing. <laughs> and you say, the grass is greener on that side. Baby, that's turf. <laughs> if I just had, if I just did... Because you've been planted in a certain place for a while and you're sensing that it's getting a little mundane and you're getting a little bored. But can I tell you there is a blessing in being planted. There is a blessing in sticking and staying and being faithful to what God has assigned to you. I know at times it's frustrating. I know at times you're looking at something new. But God placed you in that place with an assignment. Oftentimes we value trends, but we ain't doing this. Look at what they're doing. Look at look at the way, look at the the trajectory. And so we start doing this thing of comparison and this false sense of if I were to be with them or doing it the way they're doing. Oftentimes we value trends more than consistency. So I want to share with you three things that will help you with consistency. The first thing that I want to share, and can I tell you, the word consistent is not in the Bible. The biblical term for consistency is faithfulness. Faithfulness. And the Bible talks plenty about faithfulness. So I want to give you the first thing. Consistency or faithfulness produces favor. It is your consistency or your faithfulness that will bring you favor. Look at Matthew chapter 25, verse 21. Let's read that. It says, the master, this is Jesus speaking, 
and he's teaching his disciples and he's giving a parable he's sharing an anecdote with them his master replied well done good and what well done good and faithful servant you have been faithful with what a few things I will put you in charge of many things come and share in your master's happiness consistency is the thing that will produce favor not the other way around the favor or the title won't make you consistent the title of leader won't make you consistent it's the other way around when you're consistent you won't even have to call on people they will see that they will say that person is a leader because it is consistency or faithfulness to the task to the relationships to the assignment on our lives that will produce favor can i tell you if you will write this down and don't forget this i want to share with you that your faithfulness in this season will produce favor in the next season i'm going to say it again your faithfulness in this season will produce favor in the next season you can't pass to the next class or grade if you're not faithful with the assignments on the one that you're in right now you can't ask for the promotion when you're still struggling in the place that you're in now lord give me a million dollars but you can't handle 100. okay see subsequently when you are faithful with the small things god will enlarge your territory and you won't even have to call on people they will look to you and say hey i'm looking at what you're doing and you're you're so good at that you're so faithful with it you do it with so much care and attention there is a door that that, that will open for you when you are consistent and with the assignment that god has placed over your life you can't pass to the next grade if you're not faithful with the test of the one that you're in now now i know culture i know society how it works now because with social media and the craze of how society is now we value we value just putting up a front <laughs> it, it looked like they got it but you have no, no you have no idea that there was a story attached to the glory of their life you can see people doing amazing and wonderful things and you may see one thing on social media but the reality is that in order for those people to get there in order for you to get to the place that God is calling you to ultimately you have to be faithful in the darkness can you be faithful in obscurity when nobody knows your name can you be faithful when people don't hey don't acknowledge you or say thank you can you be faithful or are you just being faithful when people praise you you know what's interesting? The things that hold up the structure of this building, we never thank them. Do you know that this building, in order for it to stand, there are columns and pillars. You don't walk into these doors saying, thank you, columns. Thank you so much for withholding. So overlooked, but yet they hold everything together you'll catch it on your way out because you're saying God why don't they thank me God why don't I get acknowledged the way I want can I tell you baby you are a pillar 
You are a column. And would you just be faithful even whether people praise you or not? Will you be consistent? Whether you get immediate results or not, will you be faithful when nobody knows you and you're in obscurity and you're hidden, you're in the hidden place? Would you be faithful in that season? The second thing I want to share with you is that faithfulness produces spiritual fruit. Faithfulness produces spiritual fruit. Look at Psalm chapter 1. Let's read this together. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with wicked, with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord. And who blessed is the one who meditates on his law day and night. Blessed is the one that meditates, that is planted, that stands on the word of God. The law, the law here is referring to the word of God. Blessed is the one who meditates, who stands on, who recites, who memorizes, who is in the word of God. And it says day and night, day and night, not just part of the day, but day and night throughout the day. Blessed is that person because their life will bear spiritual fruit. If I were to take some seed, if I were to take some seed and plant it somewhere, even before it takes root, and then I just snap seed, and then I go, let me go plant it and put it somewhere, somewhere that looks nicer. Plant it there for a little while, and then before it even takes root, just snatch it there and then go place it somewhere. It, it, it'll do a little better here. What will begin to happen? What will begin to happen? The seed will die. Ultimately, no fruit will be produced. So consistency is about saying when you're in the word of God, when you're taking this walk, God is saying, would you be faithful even when you don't feel like it? Okay, let me break it down. Will you come to church even when your big toe is hurting? <laughs> would you just would you just because the struggle is God I feel like I'm not where I'm supposed to be spiritually baby the key is just remain planted as you as you're consistent as you are striving as you are as you are depending on Christ his Holy Spirit and you are striving and making attempts because this thing is not about perfection it's about progression just because you don't understand the word of God now, that doesn't mean that you will never get it. You've got to consistently be in it. You've got to consistently ask questions. You've got to consistently listen to messages. You've got to play it while you're in your car. You've got to listen to it when you're in your house. You've got to get this word in you day and night. And when you begin to do that, you will see your life bearing spiritual fruit. The Bible declares in John chapter 15, Jesus said this amazing thing to his disciples. He said, I am the vine and you are the branches. Here it is. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear spiritual fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So in this faith walk, in order for you to bear spiritual fruit, you've got to be faithful and consistent. That means when it doesn't feel good. 
That means through the good and bad. That means when I'm going through economic challenges. That means when I'm going through it with my boo thing and they go to the same church as I do. <laughs> Y'all acting real strange today. I, I pray that calmness is the Holy Spirit that's just got you there. That means regardless of my circumstance, my circumstance does not dictate my consistency. My consistency would determine the actions that I take. I have committed to the Lord that I will be faithful. Is there anybody that would take a stand and say, God, I make a commitment to you that in the good and in the bad, I wish I had somebody that would say, God, when I'm going through it and when I'm blessed, I will be in the house. God, when I feel weak or I feel strong, I will be consistent. God, when my money's looking funny or when I got money in the bank account, I will still praise and worship you. I wish I had somebody that would lift up their hands and say, God, I will be consistent. I will fight to be consistent. Ah, let me give you this third thing. Fruitfulness, uh, faithfulness rather, or consistency will produce character. Are you still here? Is anybody, am I helping somebody today? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Faithfulness or consistency produces character. Can I tell you nothing in the world will take the place of consistency, faithfulness, or perseverance? There are many talented people that are unsuccessful. Did you catch it? There are many talented people that went to the grave with books inside of them. There are many talented people, talented beyond measure, but songs that died with them. Entrepreneurial ideas that they took with them to the grave. Ministries, callings from God. Tremendous anointing and they took it with them to the grave Because nothing will ever take the place of persistence trust uh, 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 Perseverance faithfulness You can have unsuccessful people with talent you can have geniuses and never be rewarded for it You can have education, but there are many dissatisfied scholars Nothing will take that place of persistence, determination. Look at what the scripture says. Now end with this. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. Thank God for the suffering. <laughs> I know that's a hard one. But you ever look back at your life and you look at those things that in the moment you wish you had never gone through it but when you look back you say thank God that I went through it because it was that thing <laughs> had I not gone through that thing I wouldn't I wouldn't have identified my abilities I wouldn't have known the things that God had in store had God not closed that door on me had people had those people not left me had I not had she not had she not broken up with me had he not broken up I would not be in the place that I thank God 
I know in the moment some of y'all are in it right now and it's a little hard to thank God for it. But baby, can I tell you there's something on the other side of that suffering. I prophesy over somebody that's in the fight right now. You're in the suffering right now. You're in the middle right now. In the place in between from where you were and where you need to be. But I prophesy to you in the place of the middle of transition and of suffering. There's something on the other side of that. Uh, we know that our suffering produces perseverance, endurance, persistence, faithfulness, constancy, and that perseverance will produce character, and that character will produce hope, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Lord have mercy it is the faithfulness in suffering that will produce character character will produce hope don't you remember when you were a kid <laughs> my baby always got the props Shout out to Kalea. When you're older, you'll watch back at this video. Daddy, stop using my, my stuff. <laughs> you remember that, that when you started, you needed these? But you, ah, I wish I had, I feel like preaching this. I feel this thing down in my, I feel it in my big toe right now. And you remember there was someone that was on the other side, might have been your cousin, might have been a big brother. Now, they were good to you because some of y'all have big brothers and sisters that were messed up. <laughs> might have been your dad, might have been mom, might have been a grandparent, but, but you were riding on this thing and you were struggling because it was your first time. I'm teaching my baby right now and, she, and she's trying to figure out how to pedal. And at times she wants to give up. She gets frustrated and she, she, she'll get off the bike and just fling the thing. She'll kick it. I'm speaking to somebody in the house because God has put you in a place in which you're saying, God, I'm not getting it yet. God, I'm not seeing the results. God, I'm frustrated. God, and here he is, just like with my daughter. I said, keep pedaling, baby. Keep going, baby. This is the movement, but you've got to keep on doing it. You can't give up. You've got to keep on going. And she'll say, yes, daddy, but I need a break. <laughs> but the more she's doing it, the more she's learning how to pedal. And the more she does it, the point will come where these will come off. And she won't need the training wheels. I want to speak to somebody right now that has the training wheels. God is preparing you, but you've got to be faithful in the season with the training wheels. You've got to be faithful when people don't thank you. You have to be faithful in your household, even though things are not working the way that you had envisioned, had planned. You've got to keep going, even when you don't feel like it. You've got to be faithful to God, baby. Don't give up. Don't give in on the calling of God over your life. You've got to keep on pressing through that thing. Don't you remember... 
don't you remember? No, don't expect me to do nothing crazy up here. Don't. <laughs> Where's my brother Tines? Is he here? Come here, Tines. Don't you remember when you would? <laughs> you said anything. You said anything. Ah. That passion, that desire, that thing that began as a dream and, and that call and that assignment over your life and, and you would just, this is metaphorical because there's, this is symbolic for your, your assignment. And you just, when you started, you grabbed that thing and just, nothing was coming out of it. But just, you need a coach, you need a teacher, you need encouragement, you need to keep going. Because th this thing, you know, it hurts, right? Like when you start, it begins to create some blisters and, and, and then... That's the only thing I know how to play. I've been playing that for the last 10 years, but y'all show me some love for that. Do that riff you were doing in that video. Do that riff. Do that riff. Sit down. Yeah, yeah. This is of the Holy Spirit right now. I'm closing with this. You just, you just play in when it comes to you. Whatever it is, he's getting it together. Don't worry, look at me. <laughs> Whatever it is that you've been called to and assigned to, in order for you to live on purpose, hey, you've got to be consistent, constant, faithful. Yes, sir. When you start, this is spontaneous. We didn't plan this. It's not tuned. He's beginning. Now I just called him out. I want to tell you, if you honor God with consistency, he will honor you in return. See, y'all get scared when things are not going, but it's coming together. Uh, <laughs> and you'll begin to produce a sound you'll begin to move in that thing you've been assigned to. How many received that word today? How many received that word today? <laughs> I put my brother on the spot. <laughs> Once again, much love and appreciation for listening to today's message. I'm so glad that you've been a part of the listening experience, but let me tell you, there's nothing like the live experience. It cannot be explained, only experienced. And so I encourage you to come out on a Sunday so you can listen to the messages live and be a part of a wonderful atmosphere within family and within community. You can find more information about our gatherings on our website at myhopecenter.org. Also make sure to follow us. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Our handle is at my 
Jeremiah Hopeson. I also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast so that you get notified as soon as we upload content. Make sure to share it with your friends and your family. There's someone that you know that could really benefit from these messages. So make sure to spread the word about what's happening here on the Hope Huddle podcast. So again, I hope to see you soon. Until then, peace, love, and God bless.